Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10 day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, They rose up from the ashes like the Phoenix, the uh, Alabama football team, uh, because of a quarterback change, a flipping of the script in the second half after Georgia. Uh, Not that they were necessarily in control because it was a painful first half of collegiate football. It was a 13-0 score at halftime, but in the end, Georgia did little in the second half, and Alabama did a whole lot in the second half, and so Kirby Smart goes down to Nick Saban, but the story here is the freshman quarterback, Jalen Hurts, gets benched. Get out of here! You are gone! At halftime in a national championship game, which was not over, right? I know Alabama hadn't scored in all that, but it wasn't over at halftime. It was a two-score game. Uh, but then Tua Tungovailoa comes in and uh, is looks like um, a legit college football quarterback. Things that you know Jalen Hurts uh, had. Let's be honest, struggled with the forward pass. So the question is: Did Alabama win the game, or did Georgia lose the game? Now, even though it was not over at halftime, and 
Georgia hadn't like wrapped the game up. Uh, the, this is a game that Georgia lost. I mean, they, they, the lack of offense in the second half and the inability to consistently stop Tungavailoa was the difference in the game. This guy becomes an overnight legend. And the reaction coming in is Nick Saban ties Bear Bryant with six championships. People are going crazy. Uh, but the, the the change at quarterback here, if you're a Georgia apologist, if you like the, the dogs, then you want to be, you're going to be in a dog mood uh, because th- that is – I know Kirby Smart was trying to be positive and talk about how you know, Georgia is going to be a force to be reckoned with. We're not going anywhere and all that. And that could all be true. Georgia could be back in the national championship game next year and the year after that. But that is irrelevant. That is That doesn't change the fact that you had a national championship in your grasp and you blew it in the second half of that game by not making enough plays. Uh, you did not. But let's hear from Nick Saban right now. Here's uh, Saban. Uh, is this his last game at Alabama? Could he be leaving? Could he be going somewhere else, back to the NFL to lose again? Uh, here's Nick Saban celebrating the kid from Hawaii, Tua Tungavailoa, who was the the star and why he made the change, why he decided to say, you know what, I'm going to bench Jalen Hurts in the championship game. Just without the absence of a passing game and being able to make explosive plays and be able to convert on third down, I just didn't feel like we could run the ball well enough, and I thought Tua would give us a better chance and a spark, which he certainly did. Yeah. Well, that that's all – Wonderful, that's all great, congratulations. But on some level, don't you have to question why this guy wasn't playing earlier? I mean, when you watch how he did, now some of this is beginner's luck and all that, but still, when you compare how he was able to move the Alabama offense and complete passes consistently compared to the way Jalen Hurts played in the first half, you have to question why the Alabama coaching staff, led by Nick Saban, did not make a change earlier in the year. I would imagine this guy looked good in practice. Maybe he was a a bum in practice, but the quarterback that played in the second half for Alabama was pretty good. Uh, Clearly, that's the story of the day. Uh, Now, Nick Saban, the the rumors are popping up. We'll talk more about that later as we go through the overnight here about whether Nick Saban will stay at Alabama or he's going to go to the NFL. It's a yearly tradition when Alabama ends up in the championship game, which is a birthright. It is a birthright now that the the Tide are supposed to end up in the championship game. So more on the Saban rumors later. But he did address uh, what he claimed he loves, loves about coaching college football. I guess it's not the $11 million salary that he makes a year. Every team, you want to do the best job you can, and every team wants to be successful. And as a coach, you want to see your team reach their full potential. But as a college coach, and the thing that I like about college coaching is you have an opportunity to affect people. Uh, you have an opportunity to help players be more successful in life because they're involved in the program, whether it's personal development, academic support, graduating from school, learning lessons. Yeah, Of course, we should, as a caveat to that, as an add-on, uh, only if you're a, a five-star recruit does, do those things apply. If you're, if you're not a five-star report, uh, recruit, then those things do not apply. It's like we, we like you, but come on. We we don't like you that much, you know. We we like you, but we like the guy that can run the forty a little faster and can lift more weights and looks like Adonis. Oh, we like that. We want to give that guy life lessons. We we you know because winning's mildly important here. 
I ain't getting paid $11 million a year because I look good and I dye my hair and I, I eat a certain food for breakfast. Uh, that's, that's not it. But just the change in this game. Jalen Hurts was 3 of 8 for 21 yards in the first half of that game. And in the, in the second half, the, the not being prepared, and you, you have to be critical of Kirby Smart in this respect, I mean, in several respects, but the in-game adjustments, and forget about halftime adjustments because you know, they couldn't adjust at halftime. They didn't know going into halftime, the dogs, that Alabama was going to change quarterbacks. However, when you prepare for a game, you have to prepare for all possibilities. And even during the game, you have to know, well, you know on the fly, here's what's going to happen. When Alabama changed quarterbacks and, and they went to the other guy, Tugavailoa, when he came in, uh, they were unprepared. Georgia was unprepared to do anything. They could not slow down the Alabama offense. When In comparison, now, was he perfect? No. Tungavailoa was not perfect, but Tua had, he had 166 yards, three touchdowns. He did have an interception, but 166 yards in the second half, and, but the three touchdowns and, and overtime, which the, the brief amount of overtime. Here's Kirby Smart trying to explain what the hell happened there to his team in the second half against the guy no one had ever heard of at quarterback for Alabama. He had played enough snaps. We had seen him on tape. We told her about halftime. There was no question that they were going to him because they were struggling and they needed some momentum. And no uh, he momentum. provided them some juice and uh, yeah. got them some momentum, got the no, momentum no swung back their thing. way. And he's a good player. You know, he's got confidence in his arm. Uh, he scrambles and makes plays, throws the ball downfield. A really talented freshman. I mean, he reminds you of Jake with a lot of the things he did. Um, he's got poise in the pocket, and he made the plays when he had to. Yeah. All right, so this guy's a hack. I'm glad he lost. Uh, I'm very happy about that. Uh, what a dope momentum. No such thing as momentum. He's a moron. The guy's a mo- he's an absolute moron. It's like, <laughs> that guy's a college football coach. He's a country bumpkin. Kirby Smart. He deserved to lose the game. I hope he loses every game. I now hate Kirby Smart. After that soundbite, I now despise Kirby Smart. He's on my... He's on my list. Kirby Smart has now made my S list. That's where he stands. It's ridiculous. So you're you're admitting uh, you're admitting now. Hey, I changed quarterbacks. I went. To, uh, or I, or he's he's admitting now that Alabama. He knew Alabama was going to change quarterbacks. Oh, he said for momentum, which is just a hack thing to say uh, to change quarterbacks. He knew they were going to do that, and they still couldn't stop. They could they could not stop the snake. That was uh, all over the place there in Tua Tungavailoa. They could not stop, and they knew it was going to happen. That makes him look even more like a boob, Kirby Smart, the coach at Georgia. But uh, here's uh, Smart. We mentioned he had been praising the fact that the uh, the bulldog, the dogs, are not going anywhere. And uh, just just for proof that I didn't make that up, here's the the head coach, Kirby Smart. Um, how many times? How many cliches is he going to use here? I'm already I'm annoyed with this guy. Let's see what kind of crap he throws out now. Give them credit, but I think everybody can see that Georgia's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah. I'm very proud it's of like this team and Atlanta this university, Falcons. and we're not going anywhere. Yeah. So if you thought the University of Georgia was going to move to Connecticut, they're going to stay apparently in Georgia. They're not, they're not moving away. How about North Dakota? Maybe they can move to North Dakota. They can relocate the entire campus to North Dakota. They can have a satellite campus, and they can move Athens out of Athens, Georgia, and then relocate. The University of Georgia at North Dakota. It's got a nice ring to it. I think it's solid. How about Wyoming? Wyoming needs another school. Put, put the University of Georgia in Wyoming. 
Do that. Why not? What the hell? All right. So uh, here's where we stand. Here's where we stand. Uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide win the national championship. I now despise Kirby Smart. Uh, he's a he's a moron and a terrible coaching by Georgia. Terrible in-game adjustments by Georgia in the second half. Another another takeaway from this game is perception versus reality. Right. The perception is Nick Saban is the genius, the end-all, be-all, and the god of all coaches in college football. And because of that, because of that equity that Nick Saban has, you you look at it through that prism, right? You look at it through that prism. For example, if I said to you there was a college football team in a high-profile game that had one of their players throw a punch at the other team's player, that same player then went to the sidelines and attempted to punch one of the team's assistant coaches. You had another player fall ill, uh, get taken off, on the sidelines, on a stretcher, you would say that that team is undisciplined. You would say that that is a circus. You would say that that coach is not doing his job. And that's exactly what happened in the national championship game for Alabama on their sidelines. If that had been Lane Kiffin, if the same set of events had happened and Lane Kiffin ends up getting out of the job he's currently in and gets a high-profile job, you would have then said, boy, Lane Kiffin's lost control of his team. There's systematic dysfunction there a lack of of control of the football program. But Nick Saban, no. None of that gets said, right? None of that gets said. uh, And it's all, we all forget about it. And uh, you you remember, again, the turning point, you're going to remember the halftime change at quarterback. And then you're going to remember the final play of the game as it turned out, the game-winning touchdown. I would like to thank college football, a gambler's delight. In the NFL, they attempt the point after touchdown. Uh, now, they don't always actually kick it. Philadelphia, for example, uh, Doug Peterson a couple times against the Raiders and against the Rams in games the Eagles won that would have affected the point spread. The Eagles, who were supposed to attempt the extra point, just took a knee. But Alabama, they don't even try the extra point. If Alabama had kicked the extra point after touchdown, then the Alabama better would have won. The Georgia gambler won. I took Georgia plus the three and a half. And so you end up winning the bet because the point after touchdown was not even attempted. And the point spread actually went up to four at game time in a lot of places. So Georgia ended up getting four points. Bama was a four-point favorite. So that would have been a push if they had kicked the extra point for a lot of the late gamblers that bet on the national championship game. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Well, First of all, you're assuming that Andy Papanastos would have made the extra point. I'm not so sure about that. Oh, he would have uh, nailed it. If there's one guy. No, no pressure. They'd already won the game. Yeah, if, there, if there's <laughs> one guy who needs to kiss Tua Tagovailo on the lips and say thank uh, you. You mispronounced uh, that, Eddie. It would be Andy no. Papanastos, the kicker, no, 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 Eddie? who missed a kick that high school kickers make yeah. uh, that would have avoided the overtime. And he would have been, even with all the national titles Alabama has won, uh, he still would have, I don't know that he could show his face in public yeah. after that. Well, the, the name, and I'm, a, as you know, when it comes to names, I'm the guy you turn to. And the, the quarterback at Alabama, it's Tua Tungo Vailoa. That's how you pronounce it. Thanks. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm very proud. I'm going to say his name as much as I can. In fact, Danny, I want a timer. Every 10 minutes, I would like to say the guy's name here. So just... If I forget to say his name in one particular block, 
This is the A block, but if in like the B or the C block, if I forget to say Tua Tungavailoa's name, then just play the timer and I'll say his name. This is, for me, a great accomplishment. Uh, I put it right next to I.K. and Impali, the name of the former Jets linebacker who punched and took the face off Geno Smith in the Jets locker a couple years ago there, cold-cocked him, uh, sucker-punched him, whatever you want to say. Because uh, this name here, Eddie, this is a mouthful. This is a big old mouthful. Tua Tongue Ovailoa. Yeah. I'm not calling him Tongue. That's but, his uh, name. Yeah. Well, uh, We're going to oh, know no, it. Oh, no, no. We're going to be the saying it a lot is, more in the future. Because, I don't know about that. Yeah, he this might, guy he is, might suck. This guy is way better uh, you don't, than Jalen Hurts. He might Hurts. suck, though. You don't know that he's going to be any good. There's no guarantee this guy's really? going to be good. Really? Yeah, no guarantee. Just strolls off the bench at halftime of uh, the biggest game of the year against yeah. one of the best teams and chucks the ball all over the field. Doesn't and, matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? There was a guy named Cardell Jones for Ohio State that looked like God. What's he doing now? He's a backup quarterback, never plays in the NFL. Well, he's getting paid to play to be yeah, in the NFL. The point right is, now. Eddie, he's not a star. He's just another guy. You can't get an opportunity to yeah, play in the Jaylen NFL. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts isn't a star either. He's done. This is all about Tua. It's all about Tua. It is. I don't know if he's going to be any good or not. He played well in this game. He played great in this game. But that's he's more got. Proof. Uh, he's got a much better arm. Clearly, he's got a much better accurate arm. Yeah, he's who knows? bigger and stronger. Yeah, but and once, he can move around just as well as Jalen Hurts can. Yeah, but that that's great. But once teams start getting a book on what his weaknesses are, then that's the point you'll find out whether he's good or not. They clearly what George, are, what Kirby Smart's worried about momentum. I, he's got he's got weaknesses, Eddie. He's not God. Although he Neither kept, is Jalen Hurts. Although he kept mentioning God after the game, I thought I was at a revival. My God, ridiculous! I said God too. You see that? You see how it works? So I guess here's the problem: those Georgia players—they're a bunch of heathens. Thank you, Jesus. You dogs. That's why you lost. The dogs lost because they didn't pray enough. I'm so excited. Jesus doesn't like Georgia football. That's what I learned from Tua. Tongue of Iloa. God made it possible for Alabama to win and for him to win, and he doesn't like, God does not like Georgia. That's what I learned. I don't think he said that. That's after pretty the game. much what I took away from it. That's my interpretation, yeah. Eddie. Well, that's, of what Tua you can interpret it that way, say. I guess, but uh, I don't my, think that's what he that's said. That's my meaning okay. from Tua. Say it with me, Eddie. Tongue of Iloa. Uh, what the? You can talk about tongue all you want. The man's name is Tongue. It's in the name. Danny G, you were in our production meeting. Eddie was not. Am I correct in my analysis here? Should I should I play the audio? Do you want me to play the audio? I can play the audio if you want. I guess we could. You found it on YouTube, and it's Tua saying his own last yeah, name. it's Tua. Let me see here. I, I'm going to do the, uh, the cheap. Hold on a second. Let's see if this will work here. Well, this is good. This is like when Gruden showed his cell phone on TV the other day. Yeah, you see, he said Tong. The man's name is Tong. That's the guy's name. He's name. His name is pronounced with Tong in it, Eddie. Do you got? It? I know you don't like to follow along here. You like insubordination. But if you want to say the names, the man's name properly, it's Tua Tong Ovailoa. Well, you really like the tongue part, don't you? Well, I, I enjoy a good tongue. I, I know do. you do. There's nothing. Well, you don't like the tongue. What's wrong with the tongue? Cut that up, Danny. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take your. I want to hear that later in the show, yeah, Danny. Oh, no, get to work. No, because these they're not allowed because they didn't cut up the guy yesterday who said I'm a hero for him, and that did not get cut up. 
I'll so. make a deal with you, Ben. I will put both in the computer right, system. If you do that, but that's only fine. play the one I yeah, want. Yeah, but I'm only going to play the one Eddie requested. That's not allowed. That's no, a good that's job not you. allowed. That's a violation of protocol. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Your typical four-hour run-of-the-mill college football game. Uh, you had the dramatic plot twist at halftime with Nick Saban benching Jalen Hurts as Georgia built up a 13-0 lead, which seemingly, based on uh, the way Alabama's offense played in the first half, Hurts was 3 of 8 for 21 yards. So you would have thought, you would have thought, hey, at that point, 13-0 lead, that's like five field goals, right? Yeah, that's a lot of field goals to, to take the lead uh, from, from Georgia if you're Alabama, thinking all you're going to get is some field goal opportunities. But then the plot twist at halftime, Nick Saban did the unthinkable. The unimaginable. He benched his quarterback in the national championship game and brought in Tua Tungavailoa, and he came in and he had an, uh, an amazing, amazing debut on the big stage. Now he had played some in garbage time for the Tide, but he lit the world on fire, and it also helped that Alabama's defense made some plays uh, as well. But in overtime, the uh, the final play, a game-winning touchdown, 26 to 23 was the final as Alabama gets the win. They don't cover the spread, so if you bet on Georgia, you won the bet, but they get the national championship at Alabama, which has opened up Pandora's box uh, involving NFL rumors. Now, there are some jobs that have started to, to fill up. The Raiders have hired John Gruden. That'll be announced later on on Tuesday with a much much pomp and circumstance. Now, are they going to do the press conference in Oakland, or are they doing it in Vegas? Uh, I guess they're doing it in Oakland. But anyway, uh, you've got that. The Bears now have a coach, some guy we've never heard of. Uh, Nagy is their coach. Uh, but win or lose, going in, you knew, no matter the outcome of the college football playoff, if Georgia had won, if Georgia had held on and, and won this game, it would not have changed the narrative that Nick Saban's name would pop up for NFL jobs, the grumpy, grouchy head coach has it has happened. It has happened. Uh, pro football rumor mill. If you've not been paying attention to this, the coaching rumors that are out there, the tabloids in the New York area throwing out the possibility of Nick Saban leaving Tuscaloosa to take a bite out of the Big Apple. Now, remember, last week they had Bill Belichick coaching the Giants. Now they've already soured on Belichick. I guess they realized that ain't going to happen. So now they've shifted gears, and now they've turned their attention to Nick Saban. So I wanted to talk about this. Now the question, and we'll keep it simple, we'll keep it relatively short. Should Nick Saban leave Alabama for the NFL, in this case the New York Giants job? Now my answer is I've gone back and forth over the years. We talk about this on a regular basis, on a regular basis. My position on this at this moment is yes. Uh, if the question is, should Nick Saban leave Alabama for the NFL, I say yes. My perspective on this, you've got Bupkis, the Queen Bee, legacy correction, and a step ahead. you got all these things, and I will link them together like Legos. I will lock them together. Now, we'll begin with this. Uh, a, for all of the accolades, and Nick Saban has the cleanest tuchus in the state of Alabama. Right now, they're uh, they're – doing whatever they have to to clean it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Nick Saban has picked up a lot of love, a lot of goodwill, uh, not because of the person that he is, because of the coach that he is. And, and not just in Alabama, but his other stops 
in college football, he has got a gigantic empty space. If you look at his LinkedIn page, uh, his resume there, there's a, there's a big empty spot on his resume. And I will spell it out for you. It's NFL. Nick Saban left Louisiana State high and dry, right? Went to the tropical paradise of Miami uh, years ago. How did that turn out? Not only was Nick Saban an NFL head coach, he did bupkis. He was welcomed with much fanfare, a ticker tape parade, the whole thing. And Nick Saban ended up sneaking away, cowering away in the cover of darkness, a liar, uh, notoriously saying that he would not be the Alabama coach. And now look how that's turned out. But the reason that Saban should consider the NFL is because of the fact that he's at the point now where you're talking about legacy. You're talking about, oh, the legacy. Everyone's worried about their legacy when they're dead and they're in the grave and all that. Nick Saban, as an NFL coach, 15 and 17, under 500 by two games with the Dolphins, and he made a number of terrible personnel moves. Uh, rather than own up to his own failures uh, with the Dolphins, uh, Saban made other missteps along the way. He tossed his wife under the bus. There was a book. Remember this book came out a couple years ago? Uh, which was about Nick Saban and uh, you know, there were about other things as well, but it was Nick Saban's time in Miami was covered in the book. And the book claimed that Saban's wife dragged him from the NFL because she wanted to be Queen Bee on a college campus and she felt like she was being underused. Uh, her skills as an ambassador uh, were being wasted in the NFL because the wife of an NFL coach does not have any kind of impact. Where if you're the wife of a college football coach, my God. You are moving mountains when you're the wife of a, a college football coach. So that was the claim made in a book. In fact, they went as far as to say that Saban's wife was the one that ended up doing the negotiation with Alabama. Right? That that was the the, the story. Now, yeah, right. Right. I mean, Saban has a noted reputation in college football circles as being a bit of a snake, bit of a dirt bag. He's unlikable publicly. Wins a lot. You think that that is what happened? I, I know we're talking about what could happen now and the here and now and all that, uh, but I think it's unlikely then. I think it's unlikely that that's going on right now. Uh, and I would say it's more likely than not, if you want to go microanalyze what happened back when Saban was an NFL coach, he saw the writing on the wall and he saw that that was a dead-end street and he took the cowardly road and he took out. He took off. He, he left. I mean, he, he passed. The, the story, and here's another Saban, a classic Saban story. The, the, pot, the narrative that's gone around, it's been repeated verbatim here, is that when Saban coached in the NFL and failed, he passed on Drew Brees, right? That, that, but he blamed the medical staff for the Dolphins. But the people that were around the Dolphins say that's not the case, that Saban had ultimate player personnel power. He played the odds. Saban played the odds. He gambled that Drew Brees would not be able to come back from injury. He lost. And then rather than own that, he ended up blaming the guys in Miami with the Dolphins. But as far as the NFL is concerned right now, in the here and now, the Giant job is open. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts job is open. Either one of these would be a legacy adjustment, a legacy correction, if you will. Uh, and if you can lead a team to the playoffs, something he hasn't done in the NFL, win a division title. Uh, Saban has been at Alabama for 11 years. He's been a college coach for 22 years, and he's gone all over the place, right? Midwest, Toledo, and Michigan State, the, the SEC, LSU, Alabama, 
he's he's won seventy eight percent of his games. His NFL winning percentage again, it's less than five hundred. It's it's four sixty nine is his winning percentage in the NFL. That is a blight. He can fix it, but time is running out. Time is running out. He's 66 years old. The window, uh, has it closed on Nick Saban as an NFL coach? Uh, I don't think it has uh, because he can get an opportunity. Because of his success in college football, we know how NFL owners operate. If Saban wants an NFL job, whether it be the Giant job or the Colts job, it's going to be his. Right, blue-blooded owners love—they love hiring the star. Saban's a star, and they'll overlook the fact that he had a regurgitation situation when he coached the Dolphins back in the day. Now, the parting shot on this—the question was: Should Saban go back to the NFL? And my answer, as I pointed out, I've laid it all out for you. My answer is yes, he should go back to the NFL. Now, a different question is, will Nick Saban coach in the NFL again? And that, to answer that question, that is where it gets complicated. Because the simple truth is, if you look at the age and you use Maller math, 66-year-old guy's birthday's on Halloween because he's a devil. All right, so his birthday's on Halloween. He's uh, he's a goblin and all that stuff. Nick Saban, to go to the NFL, what would have to happen? Right? Well, there's, there's one scenario, one scenario where I see Saban going to the NFL, only one path. And you know what that path is? That's the path traveled by Pete Carroll. You know where I'm going with it? If Nick Saban is tipped off to some pending NCAA rules scandal, then he would reconsider whether or not to go to the NFL. Now, he could always retire and live on that island that he's got the mansion on and all the trees and all that and his boat and be fine, but if he wants to still coach, if if the NCAA comes a knocking, the key, and this is what Pete Carroll did, and you got to do this in big-time college sports, you got to stay a step ahead of sanctions. John Calipari has been able to do it at Kentucky with their basketball program. you got to stay ahead of the NCAA. So if you want to see Nick Saban leave Alabama after they've won the national championship here, then you have to hope for a lack of institutional control that ruling coming down from the NCAA, that's what you have to hope for. All right, so the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox. A tremendous offense by Georgia late in the championship game. That really cemented a, 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 just a wonderful coaching job by Kirby Smart and company. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Yeah, there's there's no way Nick Saban's going to the NFL. He's he's just, told you the way he would go to the NFL. No, it's not it's not going to happen. I just told you the way he would go to the NFL. I he's just laid he's, it all out for you. He's the grand poobah of the state of Alabama. It doesn't matter. He's if got he, kids if, lined up waiting if, to sign. It's, it's irrelevant, Eddie. He's not going to go take one of these crappy NFL jobs, if it, Eddie. If the NCAA starts snooping around there and they find out that say he's probably been breaking all kinds of rules at Alabama. Uh, everyone's breaking rules, but if they decide to to bunker down on Alabama, then he'd take off. He'd get out of there. He wouldn't stick around. You think Saban's going to stick around if they can't go to postseason play for several years? No way. No, but there's there's never been any hint of that kind of thing oh, with you, any you don't of his think programs. He's cheating? In the past. Of course, he's cheating. Has he ever had one of his teams go on probation or you, forfeit games before? You think that Nick Saban's doing I'm all asking, this on the? I'm just uh, asking you a question. No, I, I'm, be 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 legit, Eddie. Come on, be serious here. You think that Saban, all coaches are okay, bending so, the rules? So you know the answer then. No, you but, the but there are coaches that bend rules, and there are coaches that just blatantly 
But there, go are, out there, there are coaches that the NCAA overlooks. The there are coaches that they, you know, they look the other way. Why would they suddenly now focus on Alabama? I'm just saying just be, it. That's just the because, scenario that that could you know yeah, that could happen. It's it's I don't see it. There's no smoke there. There's no smoke. There's no fire. I just started smoke. I started some smoke. There, no, I threw no, a smoke no. bomb down. He, he's not. I got a Alabama. smoke bomb on the Fourth of July. I have it. He, I he's threw tied it down. with Bear Bryant. There's smoke he wants, in the air. He wants to beat the bear. Oh stop! Yes. He wants he wants to beat the Belichick. Is what he wants to do. He he's to not beat, going to do that. Beat the Belichick. He's never going to do that. It's not possible. He might do that if he goes. He can't do it in college, but he can go to the NFL and do it. No, he can't. Well, he could. Again, the scenario I laid out is a logical scenario. You think he can go, he's going to go to the NFL and become a greater NFL coach than Bill Belichick? No, I think he'll be a disaster. But I want <laughs> okay. him to go to the NFL because it's better for the show if he goes to the NFL. Because we can poke on him and kind of like on it's better for the show when your teams lose in the. No, playoffs. it's not better for the. No, no it's not better when my teams lose. Oh, it would have been glorious. Much when my teams win, the show's better. I'm no. in a better mood. Everything's wonderful. No, it's better when you're not in a good See, mood. See, what you don't understand, Eddie, is the regular listener to the show wants me to be happy. They want me to have joy in my life. Run! They don't want me to be a negative sourpuss. They want me to be in a celebratory mood. And you could have only imagined our parade coverage for the Dodgers should they have won game seven would have been the most remarkable parade coverage you've ever heard on radio. It would have been magical. Would have been absolutely. I'm telling you, it would have been, yes. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. It's Maller to the third degree, and we bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coop Dulu. Now, Ben, LeVar Ball has said and done a lot of things over the past few days that God have grabbed headlines. Him. Isn't he great? He is. I, I like him a lot. He's wonderful. But one quote has uh, gotten a little lost in the shuffle. Yeah. LeVar said that the only way that LeBron could surpass the status of Michael Jordan is if, is if he were to win a championship for the Lakers. Ben, is he right on this one? Uh, no, the, that isn't. I like LeVar, but he's wrong. He's wrong on this. He said, he said too much of the, uh, the vodka or whatever they're drinking in Lithuania there. Uh, a couple of things on this. A, over the years, the Lakers have won. The second most championships. I'm reminded of this every time I come into the building here. In NBA history, only the Celtics have more championships. If LeBron went to the Lakers, he would be, the word is, expected, expected to win a championship. My advice to King James, very simple here. If you want to really improve your legacy, go to Sacramento and win a championship. They are the Chicago Cubs of the NBA, that franchise, that woe-be-gone franchise. The Kings have not won a championship in basketball since uh, 1951. It is the longest drought in the NBA. They were the Rochester Royals the last time they won an NBA championship, that franchise. That that franchise has gone from Rochester to Cincinnati to Kansas City, Omaha, and now Sacramento. So if you really want to be the guy and, and, and be like the Joe Madden I guess that's probably not a great analogy, but but he went to Chicago. They finally won the World Series and all that. As manager, LeBron, go to Sacramento. Right? Go to Sacramento. And beat this LeBron-Jordan debate, it, it's, it's irrelevant how many championships. It's a generational thing. If you're of the age where you remember Michael Jordan at the peak of his superpowers, LeBron James can do nothing to pass Jordan by. And the fact that LeBron has lost so many times in the NBA Finals – that is going to be held against him as a demerit, uh, and he's clearly benefited from the watered-down competition 
in the Eastern Conference. Next! Now, there was a ton of fervor and excitement over the Bills going to the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. Yeah, they were years. lighting the parking lot on fire in Jacksonville after the game. Did you see that, the Bills Mafia? They have some of the best fans uh, in, in all sports. I don't know if vandalism makes you a uh, No, they're great. Yeah. They're great. Uh, <laughs> it was short-lived, though, Ben. Uh, we all know that uh, Tyrod Taylor won't be around next season. and So the question is, if the Bills are able to upgrade at the position, do you see them as a legit AFC contender next year? Well, it would have to be a massive upgrade. And so looking at the location, there's no path for that to be the play, the, the case here. Even with Buffalo, if they get a better quarterback, which they can get, they can get a better quarterback, but they're not going to get a top-line quarterback. So therefore, they're going to be a second-tier team in the NFC. But they can move up a little bit. Right? I mean, you got to be realistic. Number one, the likely options for the Bills – it, it, you've got long-in-the-tooth quarterbacks like Eli Manning. You've got injury-prone players like Sam Bradford. The U.S. prime, the top quarterbacks that are on the market, are not going to consider Buffalo. Kirk Cousins, forget about it. Alex Smith, that's also a long shot, although he's likely to be traded here. And, and number two, the Bills, they will have four of the top 60 picks in the NFL draft. My advice is to draft someone like Baker Mayfield. That is a Perfect team for Baker Mayfield, right? There's a guy that could walk in and hang out. He'd be a folk hero with the Bills Mafia. Baker Mayfield would be drinking beers in the parking lot before games. He'd be lighting himself on fire, breaking tables. It would be wonderful. It would be a wonderful romance. That's the guy they should try to get, Baker Mayfield, in the draft and move on. Next. Now, Kristen Cavallari, the celebrity wife of Jake Cutler. Is she made... still a celebrity? Not really, okay. no. Okay, all right. But uh, she's made it clear that she wants her husband to retire again. Ben, do you think that Cutler will get any offers, and do you think that he'll take them if he does? Uh, yeah, I actually do think Jake Cutler, much like Nick Saban, if he wants a job in the NFL, can get one. Jake Cutler, if he wants to be a backup quarterback in the NFL, he can get a job. Uh, and he is, you know what Jay Cutler is? He is a shredded Achilles or a knee ligament away from being wooed back to the NFL. All right? and, and if you grade, the first thing, if you grade Jay Cutler's performance in Miami, you would say he's a total failure. That, that season with the Dolphins was like a hot fart, what he performed on the field for Miami. Uh, and, and so you, you got to question a lot of things about that, but that doesn't matter because the second part of the seasoned quarterbacks – there's a certain number of coaches that love these guys that they all they care about is how much you've played in the past, no matter the baggage you carry. So I will set the odds. I'll say there's a 15% chance that Jay Cutler gets a phone call. and Because usually, what do we have, two to four quarterbacks get hurt in training camp every year. So that's two to four jobs that will open up. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree on this Tongue of Iloa edition. How did we do? You know, Ben, I didn't really like your your first answer. I felt you. It's were, a great uh, answer. Felt you were being a little. I was. I was said anti, go to go, anti Lakers. Go to there. Sacramento. I said that's where they had the longest drought in the NBA. Sacramento Kings franchise. That's ridiculous. He would never go to Sacramento. You Why failed not? this edition. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Got a nice Walmart in Sacramento. It's a beautiful town. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. 
And here we go. It's Mallers Mountain of Money, the January edition. January edition. We say hello to our contestants. First of all, in San Francisco, we say hi to Ken. Hello, Ken. Hey, I'm a P3 listener and looking forward to playing with Danny G. You're a what kind of listener are you? P3. You're a P3 listener. Interesting. So, yeah. P2 is like really high and P1 is like untouchable. Actually, has nothing to do with it. Uh, P1 is uh, all right. I, I don't even want to get into it. Who cares? All right, uh, Jeff in Tempe. Jeff, you uh, you're gonna play. Hello, Jeff. Hey, what's up, Ben? What's going on, Jeff? Who do you want to partner up with? Uh, I'll take Eddie. All right, uh, you'll play with Eddie. Very good. Here we go. Let's get started, guys. We have it's uh, Jeff and uh, Eddie. I guess that's it. Is that Jeff and Eddie and uh, Ken. In San Francisco, and Ken, you want to—you don't know what P one is or P two or P three, but you want to—you want to play with uh, Danny? Is that right? I'll actually play with you, with Mallor. No, no, you pick Danny. I really like you to play with Danny. Nope, no, 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 no. Final pick. choice. No, was you, his first choice was Danny. Is he, no. I want you, Danny. I play. Out of time I play. Here, I play every week. I want you to play, oh, Danny. Go ahead. Make a ruling, Coop. Go ahead. Danny gets to play. All right. Oh. Uh, very good, <laughs> uh, Ken. Uh, I'm gonna sit this one out, boys. I want you to have this fun. All right, uh, Ken. Who do you, the category? Out of that the one. categories are New Year, Martin Luther King Day, National Championship, and W2s. W2s. Uh, pick a category. Of course, W2s. W2s. All right. It's the January edition of. Uh, yeah. Management. All right, Jeff. You uh, you get to pick. You have New Year, Martin Luther I'll King. Pick New Year. New Year. All right. Very good. So uh, there we go. We'll put. 45 seconds on the clock, okay. and you are going to go you ready? First. Let's go. All right. Hold on, hold on, He never said on. he was ready. Yeah, first of all, Ken, you're there, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh. Now, your category is W-2s. <laughs> W-2s, these athletes have all had some trouble with the tax man. <laughs> okay, ready? Beatles. Should be easy for you. Okay, very good. Here we go. Former USC running back, Heisman Trophy winner, killed two people. Killed two people. Just got out of jail in Vegas. <laughs> this is where you uh, uh, say his oh name. Oh, boy. Say, what's his name? He's not what a P. He's a P. He's a P3. You, I don't you know. He's him, not Coop. even. I didn't pick him. Ken, are you there? Ken. Yes, sir. Go say something. All right, go, oh, I guess. Oh. <laughs> no, we got to do Speed is a factor bullpen. here. Bullpen. Ben, you didn't want to play with him for a good reason. We got to do bullpen. No, you picked you. Oh, There's no one in the bullpen. There's oh, no one to go come to. Come on. You're, there's no one in the bullpen. I got nobody. <laughs> I'm playing under protest. <laughs> You're not really you playing got ten, right You got now. 10 points. Yeah, that's a good job. Well, I, I stopped the clock after <laughs> that could be I enough thought to win. That gone. could be enough to win. All right, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, you are oh, playing with Jeff. Go ahead. It's a... What happens when I don't play? Uh, Mallers Mountain of Money here, the oh, January yeah, cause, edition. Because if you would have given him a, a clue, he would have said the answer I, right away. I would have gotten more out of Ken than that. Sure. I would have. Okay. All right. These uh, athletes are new this year. They're rookies. All go right. Ahead. I'm sure this will go much better. <laughs> I'm ready when you are. Start okay. the clock, right, Danny. 45 seconds, and uh, you're on your way. Go. All right. Uh, Lakers guard, his dad is a big mouth named Labar. That's you, oh. Jeff. Oh, Jesus. Lonzo Ball. Thank you. Uh, quarterback of the Texans, yeah. played really well, got hurt. Deshaun what, Watson. Yes. Uh, Yankees slugger uh, was the American. Aaron Judge. Yeah. Jacksonville running back was a star at LSU. Leonard Fournette. Yep. Dodgers uh, rookie first baseman, National League Rookie of the Year. 
Cody Bellinger. Uh, 76ers guard. He was a high draft pick, but he's been hurt all year. Pass. Yeah. Uh, Steelers wide receiver. He does a lot of fun celebrations. He's from USC. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. That's correct. All right. Uh, that's that's uh, Markel Fultz. Yes. Oh. oh he ran on the, the table. Red board. Good job, ran Jeff. Oh, it's, it's anybody's game now. Yeah. 340 to 10. We got a close game. Yeah. Danny, I think you're right where you want to be. Ken, <laughs> Ken will right, get at go. least one in 40 all right, seconds. All right, we have Martin Luther King go. Jr. Day, and we have National Championship. Pick one, Ken. I know you'll do great. Martin Luther King. All right. What could possibly go wrong with this? Okay. <laughs> Ken and Danny. Wow. Thanks for that. And uh, what? all these athletes are all juniors. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Go. Okay. <laughs> oh, Let's go. One of the greatest Seattle Mariners of all time. Played with his dad for a season. Ken Kersey. Yes. Wow. Oh, yes. One of the best, uh, the all-time greatest boxer right now. He's undefeated. What is it, 52-0 and 0 or something? Yeah. Money. Yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, On a roll. This this dude, uh, all time <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man from the Orioles. Kyle Ruffin. Yes. Oh, junior. Oh, oh wow. Uh, okay. An- another another J uh, Junior from the Chargers, all time sack leader. Committed suicide, unfortunately. Uh, say uh, Yes. Yes. Go for it. My, say, Junior, 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 senior. Junior, senior. Okay. All right, well, very smooth. Yes, all right. Uh, oh, out of time. Uh, you're so close. Hey, you got everyone that you tried. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> what did you What did you call Junior Seau at first? Uh, junior Seau. He <laughs> <laughs> did. He did call him. It's that, like yeah. uh, Chia Pet. You know, it's the same thing. He was like, he was doing the same thing. All right, well, Ken, a tremendous job. I really liked your first round performance. The W two performance was great. Uh, you, just, you came up just short, though, Ken. I, I, I thought you were going to get it done, but uh, but you did not. So that means Jeff, you win the game and, and the golden ticket. Yeah, congratulations, Jeff. Oh, thank you. You chose wisely. Out of the wire. Yeah, yeah you, you chose wisely. You really earned that one, Jeff. That was a hard-fought game, and uh, and Ken. Uh, now this P three thing here, you know. I, yeah. Let me let me try to. He's got to pick you earlier next time, Ben. No, no, no. He, yeah, he, like right away. Picked, say Ben. He, he picked you right away. Say Ben right he away. He picked you. See, P1, the term P1 is the most loyal listener to the show. It's a, it's a radio term uh, that uh, involves the first preset on your car radio. Like the first, you, know, you have those radio stations you save that you love. Number one. Your P1, that just means that. Like your favorite show. You always listen to our show. Um, there really is no such thing as a P2 or a P3. I mean, there are preset two and preset three. No one's trying to be a P2 or a P3. You know what I mean? The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.